In 2020, a crackpot critical trio was sent into isolation by a killer virus for the safety of those around them. These men promptly went stir-crazy without a means to rant and rave with friends and co-workers. Today, unwanted by the government, they survive as homeworking podcasters. If you want to hear about popular culture, if you can't scratch the itch, and you can download a podcast, maybe you can listen to The Critic Guys. Lawrence, you took your first trip to the cinema since the world changed? I did, yes. How did that go? I can't say it was the most comfortable cinema experience of my life. Wearing wearing the mask for the full movie mm. is um is not the best. But it's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. But the whole uh distancing, social distancing thing in the cinema is is amazing because it's basically how I would like to be in the cinema. With, Explain what it was like. What, with, what did they do? Well, you couldn't book. Once a seat was booked, you couldn't book two seats either side of it. Okay. So uh, you could book seats together. So if you're in the social bubble, you can still book your seats next to people that you're with. But then each section of booking had two seats you couldn't book either side of it. I'm not sure because it wasn't it wasn't a busy screening. It was it was eleven in the morning because I wanted to go to one that wasn't going to be busy. And so I'm not sure if there may have been people who could have been behind me or in front of me. And okay. this in this occasion there wasn't because of the numbers in the cinema. But I I do have a feeling there could have been, which I don't think is a very good idea. But no. Not hundred percent sure on that one. He just doesn't want people sitting anywhere near him, really. In general, that, that is that is the main thing. I mean, I <laughs> you've been advocating this for years. Who cares about a virus? Let's get this done now. Let's do this. Just what me and me and alone in the cinema. That's my my goal. So, Were you able to have snacks and things um, with the mask situation? So I, uh, you, obviously, snacks were there to be purchased. Mm-hmm. I was going in, you know, ninja style. I was just getting in that cinema. I didn't even I didn't even do my traditional pre-screening urination. I I went direct to the cinema screen. I wanted to get in there, watch that film and get out. Um that was my plan. So that that is what I did. No no monkeying about. But there was um, there was certainly people buying snacks, mm-hmm. although I didn't really notice anyone eating in in the screening. Okay. Most most people had their their masks on. There were two or three people that that didn't have them on, mm-hmm. even though there was a there was a little presentation at the beginning, and part of it was asking you to keep your mask on. 
I suppose as they keep saying to us, you can't see everybody's conditions. You don't know if they can't wear a mask, so we should give people the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, oh, absolutely. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't challenge anyone. No. <laughs> In the middle because of the that, film. because that would have required you getting close to people, which of course naturally you're keen to avoid. <laughs> Not exactly. So you've 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 made your way in. You've got uh, you've you've had a little message at the start about wearing your mask. Did they do the usual? Here's a, a ton of adverts that you don't want to watch, and then here's the trailers, and then there's the film. Or did they streamline that? No, they did all the adverts, all of them. There seemed right. to be more adverts than normal. Great. And there was there was only two trailers. Oh. And more adverts. It was. Oh, so it was actually adverts as opposed to. Advertising movies, yeah, just two two actual trailers and loads and loads of adverts. Hmm. Um, I, this may just be the way things are going. There was like right. loads of adverts. Then they said, "Now it's the trailers." You saw two trailers and then some more adverts. In fairness, nobody's committing to being in the cinema at the moment, are they? So there's not many films you can say, "Yeah, this is definitely coming to the cinema." <laughs> no, but they they didn't even bother showing Batman, the Batman trailer. Mm. Which is you 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 would have thought would be in there, but they they, they didn't. the 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 trailers that they showed were Black um, Widow, yeah, and and the second one, which clearly had such an impact on me <laughs> that it's not really worth watching, whatever it was. But it definitely happened. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. I saw it all. Um, isn't it? Isn't it odd? Isn't it a reflection of um, where where we are these days? That we are sitting here listening to him to Lawrence describe going to the cinema, mm. and we're like going, "Oh, so you know, there were trailers at the start. Oh, you could eat and drink, maybe, or um, because it is such a because we haven't gone now for such a long time that it's actually quite interesting to hear a description of going to the cinema. It's a different world." Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I, you know, I, I am genuinely quite interested as to how it went because our cinema, our local one, hasn't opened up properly yet. We had our first trip to a shopping centre today in months. Haven't been to the local uh, into in in ages. Like, a, like a, as in a mall. Yeah, hmm. really weird. Because we needed to get shoes for uh, school. But now here's the, here's the question. Done. Obviously, you have to wear masks in shops. But what about yeah. in in the in the mall sections? The you know yeah, the... You the whole way round you're really? supposed to be wearing masks, and people yeah. were doing it in fairness. Yeah. I'll give them credit. weren't necessarily keeping their distance all the time, but um, yeah, people were wearing masks. It was a very much a minority weren't because there, se- there are sections. There are sections in my town centre where it's not a shopping centre per se, but it's because it's open to the outside but it suddenly becomes has a roof over the top do you know the kind of areas i mean yeah yeah precinct type setup yeah and you think should i be wearing a mask or am i outside or am i inside i don't know (laughs) it's it's a Mm. slightly confusing those sort of things yes it is all right well, so, we've, so we've asked dis- the questions about so how the cinema was feeling worked. uncomfortable. You were quite happy going in terms of the fact that you weren't. It you know, wasn't a great experience, but yes, my glasses didn't mist up. That was a Good. that was a bonus. Yeah. Um. So 
happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy to go, and I do qualify that in that I'm not overly wanting to go again anytime soon. It would take some films of great uh, significance to me to uh, get me to the cinema again. Um, Which leads us nicely on. Mm. Well, this, this this was a film that drew you into the cinema then, was it? Because the one thing we haven't said is what film you actually saw. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, there wouldn't have been many films that would have got me into the cinema, to be fair. Um, but this was this was one of them. Um, went to see Tenet. Mm. Did you enjoy it, Lawrence? <laughs> now, when you asked me this question immediately after I saw it, I simply said I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't fill me with confidence, as we said. <laughs> which, well, yeah, which is alarming more than anything else, Mr. Tuck, because you are not I, a man shy of an opinion. I've been mulling it over in the last day or two since I've seen it. And um, it's obviously everything about it. I, I don't really know what, what was going on. <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't just the, the crazy, the crazy sort of backward stuff, but it, it was just everything. They just didn't explain anything that was happening. <laughs> It's like it opens out. The film opens on this huge set piece, action set piece. And you've no idea why it's happening. And then it suddenly ends. And he ends up, he he suddenly, the character suddenly turns up somewhere else. And you don't know why or what's going on. And that's basically continues throughout the whole film. Now I was thinking to myself that I could give like at least two, probably more reviews of this film. One, which just rips it to shreds Mm -hmm. and one, which lords it as, as a, a great film. If you can do that without spoiling the the film for people who might go and see it, and for us in the future, feel free. I'm intrigued. The fact they the fact that you can put together Lawrence a a review that rips it to shreds mm. really is quite damning. Yeah, there are significant parts of the story which I don't understand. Uh it's hard to explain when you're not giving away spoilers, but um, the the significant part of the story which triggers everything off, I don't really understand why that's happening. Now, the the sound is so loud, it's <laughs> incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. So even even scenes where in the few scenes in which there's a little bit of exposition, just something to help you along the way with a bit of information, even those scenes uh, have like thumping music over the top. It's like the music is just 
banging into your brain like huge sort of explosions one after the other. And the music's done by um, the uh, Icelandic guy. I presume he's Icelandic due to his name. um, Ah, can't remember his name now. Gunnarsson or something, isn't it? uh, Goranson, yes, that's the one. Um, Who did the music to... Hans! Did the music to Black Panther. Mm -hmm. uh, And he did the music to the Mandalorian. Right, okay. Um, Which which was exceptional music. Yeah. How was... um, You've you've been quite vocal before about how good the sound was for Dunkirk. How does it sort of meet that? Obviously that's a lot of like explosions and feelings of, and it raises your tension and everything. Does the music work like that for tenor? It It does. It does. It is absolutely thumping. It's like you go into the film, you go into the cinema and you have a migraine for two hours. It's just, Completely, it's completely just immersive. The sound is immersive and it just smashes down in your head and it's constant. It won't stop for the whole film. And all the dialogue is like, uh, take it or leave it. It doesn't really matter. It's not essential because you can barely hear any of it. It's just this this thumping music and, and, and sound effects the the sound edit is is quite again quite something to behold which is quite common for a Christopher Nolan film it and also the speed of editing we we all know that Christopher Nolan edits his films like and they go like the clappers um and he gives you no time to work out what's going on <laughs> it's like they just go from one crazy set piece to the next and you have absolutely no idea what's going on and there's no time to catch up. It's utterly intense. And Do of course, you think then that he's reached his, um, his high point then? That, that, for example, I, I, I think his best in individual film in terms of both substance was, was Inception. And at no point did I not understand what was going on in Inception. It wasn't confusing, and in that you could follow it. It was say, it was an easy plot in some ways to understand. Once you very quickly set out the 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 understanding of the world. I mean, there's a lot of exposition in Inception, but it it, it frames everything, and you can understand what's going on and as they're going deeper and deeper into the dream world. Uh, you know, down through many levels of dreams, down to the um, I can't remember what they call it, the um, the void at the bottom. Uh, I I just think it's quite a. You know, it's very interesting that you say that you literally didn't know what was going on. I, I you remind me one thing I was going to say. I I did read somewhere that it was an unofficial sequel to Inception, and I thought. When I read that, I thought that's a bit one of these things that they come out with about these things. But having seen it, I can see why you you could say that. I, I it's very much I could see it being in the same world as Inception. Okay, and um, because because they're both set in the real world. 
with very, pretty heavy hardcore sci-fi stuff going on in it. Hmm. And when I say the real world, it's not even the real world. It's 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 a hyper world, isn't it? Hmm. And um, they're both very similar in that respect. In fact, there's a moment, there's a character called um, Ives in um, uh, Tenet, who's a bit of a gung-toting British guy with a beard on. Just for the briefest second, I thought, did he say Eames? (laughs) Literally, I thought that that would blow my mind if that... and you wouldn't have been surprised if Tom Hardy walked across the back the back row. Exactly. Um, that would have been amazing if he'd done that. But I, I, it wouldn't have surprised me to, to to the extent that it's I could see them being in the same world. Um, to answer your original question as to whether this is his, he's reached his high point. I, I just don't think so. I think every, everything he's done in this film is how he wanted to do it and he's done everything for a reason and that's what this particular film is and um i don't think he really cares he clearly wanted it to be just like a crazy onslaught of a film that just grabs you by the eyeballs and and shakes you for two hours and then that's it I think that's what he wants. And that's what he's got. I mean, it might not be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. And I think I think I enjoyed it by the end of it. Are you looking forward to seeing it again at some point? I'm going to have to see it again to find out what bloody happened. <laughs> I, I've, seen, I've seen one review where they've said, so it's a time travel piece and you literally have to watch it twice in order to understand it. Isn't that a massive metaphor for the whole film? <laughs> but you have to, they're, they're, they're exactly the kind of thing and, you know, you, and 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 as as Lawrence himself has said that um hopefully uh this will save cinema get people back to the cinemas and everything and it's like well yeah you it will save cinema because you have to see it twice to understand what the hell's happened <laughs> double your money um so it may be that well you can only fit so many people in a cinema but you have to go and see it twice because you don't understand what's just occurred and you feel really dumb for that being the case it what how does uh, John David Washington shape up? He's brilliant. He's magnetic. You, 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 he's so watchable on the screen. Such an on-screen presence. Excellent. Really very enjoyable to watch him. Uh Pattinson is also very good. Um also very watchable. Yeah, they were great. Uh Pattinson to be certainly towards the beginning, he's not actually in it that much. Okay. Um, it's very much a, a, a Washington film. Hmm. He is properly the the main star, the star. Well, I was I was first aware of the actor when he was in a series called Ballers with Dwayne Johnson, yeah. and he holds his own on the screen with with The Rock, who He's has excellent. enormous amounts of charisma and personality, and he holds his own. And the fact that that that, that he does that sort of sold me as him as an actor so when i when he when it was announced that he was Ricky's cast a great character in um, this yeah, in this thing um it did and then of course he uh rose to more hollywood prominence in black clansman which i haven't seen yet but i will be doing so when i when it, when it either either on netflix or amazon so there you go 
Lawrence's review of Tenet. Answers on a postcard as to whether he enjoyed it or not. Keith is hoping to go and see it at the cinema. I'm still not sure about whether I'm going to make a trip out there. But uh, if we do, we shall feedback with our views on it. See if we can get a consensus opinion. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again soon. Thank you.